You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hello, welcome to the XOXO After Dark cast. Today, Abby, Lauren, and I are going to talk about do's and don'ts of men. <laughs> PSA, men do this. Uh, what women really want. We're looking at our third February of doing this podcast. So um, we thought it'd be kind of fun to, in a like Valentine's Day light way, uh, discuss some of our, what's the opposite of a pet peeve? Pet joy. Our tips. Our helpful tips. Yes. For our desires. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are three ladies with three different sets of priorities. So uh, we're as good a sample set as any. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, we have microphones. Yay. So uh, you can listen to us talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, weigh in and leave us a comment and uh, let us know some of your pet peeves. Turns. Mm-hmm. Turn ons and turn offs. Right. Or your musts. Your, your must haves. Must list. So I'm going to kick it off with a um, very gentle but weird thing that I like that is a little bit antithetical to my general worldview. Um, I really like it when men pay on dates. Oh. And as a feminist, you would think that I, this would not be something that I would hold near and dear to my heart. And I have been on plenty of dates where the men did not pay. But I will say that the men who do pay get a huge bump in my estimation. I don't see why they're mutually exclusive. Like, that bugs me. I am totally a feminist. I'm totally all about you and, Mm -hmm. you know, the same way you feel about it. But I think it's courtesy you asked, and I do think, and that goes back to one of the things I want to talk about, which is manners and courtesy mm-hmm. and feeling like a lady and feeling... Yeah, it has to do with um, being protected or yes. being treated as kind special. of special. Yeah. It's special and you're on a date and you want to feel special. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I just, I don't care if it's antiquated. I want that. I was on a date on Tuesday with a guy <gasps> that mm. didn't go that great. I mean, it was fine. Whatever. He was an interesting guy. Uh, but a little bit socially awkward. And then not only did we split the bill, like, Ugh. not only did we split the bill, but he, what he had was on happy hour, unbeknownst to either of us. And then he said, so do you want to get the tip? And I did it, but I still feel weird oh, about it. Oh, my God. It was just a quick, like, oh, I already was going to kind of probably not be seeking out a second date, but it then put the nail in the coffin. Right. So how do you, do you have a, like a, the check just sits there and you kind of wait to see what happens? No, you, and I mean, Lauren's going to lecture me, but I do do a very slow reach for my oh, wallet. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go crazy. I know. I know. I've heard How this lecture. How about this? When he had the balls to go, are you going to get the tip? Mm-hmm. You already knew that that cemented. You already knew, eh, probably yeah. not going to see him anyways. I think I what do. What do you have to lose? Well, I would be like, no, actually, I'm not. There, I do That's think that say. I, uh, I do, I am more assiduous with the reach when I know I'm not that interested in the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you're not beholden in it. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of. of well, that's kind of your currency. feminism kicking in. Yeah. For me, it's <laughs> like, uh, I'm never going to see you again. So, so great seeing you, and you get up and go. <laughs> you don't even leave the reach <laughs> for your wallet because who gives a crap? What no he margin for error on a McKenna date. No. <laughs> well, you know, I just. I, I mean, I do think the person who asks is the one who should pay. Yes. Yeah. But I also think uh, if you not 
not that I think you have of, of late, but if you had asked some guy out. I'm sure I have done that. Did you ask this guy out? No, no he asked her. I don't think so. Then I am even more le- levitating. <laughs> Can you consult with me before every new date? Yeah, because but sometimes I will you're just in the moment you. and you reach and it is just happening and you don't, you don't really reach if you much. know you're never going to see him again. I was having a conversation with someone, Lauren, then said, "Lauren's advice is always very smart, but it is not always um, uh, works for achievable, me. executable by non-Lauren your, personality. It depends types. on your tolerance for discomfort. Yes. Yeah, and you're never going to see him again. Yeah, probably not." So why do you care what he thinks? Oh, I don't care. A stranger in that bar might have seen you and then see you again in that bar. Mm. That's not even that. Someone might write about you on the internet. It's more my own politeness and uh, just kind of smooth. My desire to smooth things over, make things go. Why don't you just think of your own pocketbook? And (laughs) that's what I'm going to do next. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, how about you just think about all the things you could have bought with that tip? Yeah, it wouldn't have been very many things, that's for sure. So, um, Kate, it's not an expensive bar. If you have a first date with a guy who then is like, so can we go Dutch? Does Do any of them get a second date? Yes, I have had very successful... I mean, all, it all depends on how into the person you are, right? Mm. And so I think I have had successful... It's usually not a first date. A first date, if the guy doesn't pay, it tends not to convert to a second. But if, for instance, you're on a first date and he pays at the first location and you take it to a second location then I think you can split or even sometimes then I like, like to be magnanimous turn. and especially if it's like a dive bar that's fine be kind of cool yeah. about I'm it I'm actually down with that yeah. like I'm into that fairness yeah and I'm, I'm I'm cool with it but I do think there's a gesture to be made that could yield returns on the on the male side let's put it this way it took a solid seven dates before I even thought about paying when I met Rick like Ever. Yeah. Like, well, it wouldn't even occur to me. Yeah. Um, so you're saying politeness and chivalry is very important to you. 100%. Yeah. Abby, and, uh, what what about you? Um, uh, they have to be, well, they have to make me laugh, um, mm-hmm. which sounds like such a cliche, but blah. Okay, but, but make it more specific. Um, like, they have I get to- really annoyed by puns. Boys oh. love puns. Why do they love puns? They do love a pun. I don't know why they like it that. It is the lowest form of wit, but I don't mind it if it's okay. clever enough, because <laughs> okay. I like me some wordplay. <laughs> My um, father loves As you know, play. I'm cheesy myself. You so, are cheesy. Um, uh, I like, uh, I really like if they can, if you, like... Give and take. I talk. I go fast, you right. know, and I want them, if they can catch my snap, mm-hmm. um, then they can unsnap my snaps. Right. Not right. anymore. I love you, honey. We're married. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I think Gordon is very quick-witted. Oh, he's he's very funny, but mm-hmm. it, he needs to. He takes several meetings of new people to come out of his shell and mm-hmm. let that be seen. Mm-hmm. And when we started dating, when he first, we were long distance when we started too, so mm-hmm. he really didn't know anybody. He would like, drive in from Boston, and then we, I would be like, "Come on, we're going out to brunch with all of my friends," <laughs> and he was very quiet. And they were all like, "He seems really nice, but he's so." quiet and um he warmed up you know and he's better that way but i also think probably in every couple there's a talker and a listener that way yes, that's the way and the he's world works content to be um the flower and the gardener well i laugh because i say he's content to be the listener but in fact now that 
we're all fine and it's mm-hmm. he's the you chatter know, and i'm a sure not. thing it, no not even but he uh i always am like you're you listen to like every third word i have to say and he's like <laughs> i know but you have so many words so. <laughs> so he's probably funny. to be fair picking up the gist <laughs> yeah two out of three times probably <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing having to do with the dishes gets through no most other things do no sometimes you just got to feed the same thing through two or three times and then <laughs> i actually having hear you say that i agree with listening mm-hmm. it's a big deal mm-hmm. um Rick listens, um, but I find that he, I tend to have to repeat myself, and he's not as quick as he used to be, and it's just like, <laughs> None I, think of us he's, are. <laughs> I think he's just like not listening to, mm-hmm. it's every third word, Yeah. so, and I go crazy now. Now I'm like, right. I'll kill you, and he thinks I has <laughs> Alzheimer's, so I guess it's right. listening or forgetful. <laughs> A little bit, and at times ties to that, we talked however many weeks ago about emotional labor you know and it's because part of it is Mm. i i am in the role and i am guessing that you maybe are too in your relationship Mm -hmm. of the one who's like okay well we have this thing that we're doing on this night and Mm -hmm. you said you wanted to go to Mm -hmm. you know your your, your mother's and yes and have to remember the uh oh hey it's time to renew the insurance and did you call the guy about that thing that you said you would do and i really i I wish that someone would do that for me. And he's not that person. He has other (laughs) wonderful things, um, including fighting with the cable, which is valuable. I'm like, oh, hallelujah. Thank God I married an AV guy. But, you know. um, I tried to kick the cable. But it's exhausting. He's yet to execute. Whatever. You know, I couldn't (laughs) agree with you more. It means more to us to do... And that may be because we're more organizational. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call Rick not. But the point is, it means something to me to do X, Y, and Z. And he gets mad at me. He's like, I don't understand. And I'm like, well, maybe if you cared about this X, Y, and Z, maybe it would be something that would be done. And I think listening, prioritizing, or caring about the mundane mm-hmm. would be helpful. Mm-hmm. The flip side, too, one of the things that makes me crazy, um, being interrupted. While oh, you're, yeah, totally. while you're trying to talk to someone, um, and in fact, this is this is Gordon almost shot himself in the foot before anything happened because, and it was nerves on his part. Mm. But um, we'd had like a date that didn't go well mm-hmm. at first, and I would be trying to tell a story, and I would say, "Oh, so this thing's," and then he would jump in and be like, "Oh yeah, because like the like." Yes, as I was saying. Let me finish um, the story. And and it was... Excitement. It was. And the thing is, actually, um, we had we had one date basically intervening. We, you know, we basically talked about the story. We went out in high school. Mm-hmm. We went our separate ways. We got together like 20 years later. Mm-hmm. But the 10-year mark in between, we had a date. Oh. We... A one-off date? You never revealed the one-off. I didn't know oh, that I have not told this story. Was it bad? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, it was bad. Tell us this story. <laughs> and then you waited another 10 years to talk to him again? Because I thought I'd had my closure. I was good, and he had to look me up again. <gasps> tell us what happened in the one date. Uh, well, this she was... slept with him. <laughs> <laughs> Abby just nodded. <laughs> she did not. It was um, basically, it was technically two dates, I guess. But Okay. Um, <laughs> If you count the two days. days. (laughs) I can give you two separate dates when I saw him. Um, No, I had uh, moved out to the West Coast to go to school. And there came a time when he had actually, uh, it was now 10 years past high school. I was in Mm -hmm. graduate school. 
he had moved to California to care for a relative who had had a stroke. Mm. And he was sort of in between. He was kind of at loose ends and yeah. able to do this. So he did moved in. Did you reconnect in. on MySpace? Uh, we did not. I oh. missed MySpace entirely. No, we <laughs> reconnected. I have to say, boyfriend, when he when he decides what he wants, he can <laughs> work at it. Um, 411? He, he went through my alumni association and Whoa! found... Um, and he he found my address at grad school. Yeah, I like it. Um, and wrote you a the, he he wrote me a letter in the mail. In the mail. In the paper mail. In the paper mail. My mind is blown. Right. Off, I That's love the it. most. It was pretty rad. Thing. Well, hence I agreed to see him. Right. And um, as it happened, he said, "Well, actually, I'm living out here mm-hmm. in Berkeley," and I was like, "Oh, well, actually, I have to be down there for a grad student thing." So sure, let's get together. Yeah. Um, and we got together and we had dinner and I was like, hmm, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that I noticed and was kind of infuriating is I would be talking and then he would interrupt me and be talking about something else. And uh, I was like, no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so then when he, uh, I'm going to yada, 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 some mm-hmm. of the more personal details because mm-hmm. it turns out every now and then he will listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but... Uh, suffice to say that I felt that I had achieved my closure yes. <laughs> from our previous split. Okay. And so when he reached out to see me again, I said, I don't really feel like we have anything else to talk about. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> check, check. You know, thanks. Have a nice life. Mm-hmm. Um, and there it was. And so, you know, I thought, done and dusted, no problem. And then 10 years later, mm-hmm. it was not my space. It was Friendster where he found me. <laughs> First I'll off, have you know. that made you and Gordon reach my holiday. <laughs> that was awesome. You should write a book about that. I was going to, and then it's Patience Bloom beat me to it. Oh, fair enough. Did you know you know that book, uh, Romance is My Day Job? No. Our old coworker, Patience Bloom, mm-hmm. uh, who worked at Harlequin, works mm-hmm. at Harlequin, uh, did a nonfiction book all about meeting her future husband in h- high school? Yes, yeah, basically school. it was a very similar... They met in high school, mm-hmm. um, and then they s- went their separate ways. And twenty years after the fact, they reconnected through a sort of and it fluky was thing. And it was love at second, second sight. sight. Yeah, and she dated a lot of losers in between, and it was really kind of a lot. Right. About she had decided that she was never going to fi- have that kind mm-hmm. of love in her life, and it was okay. And she loved, loved, and loved working at Harlequin and telling these love stories. Right. And, and it it's was very really charming. lovely. She's still alone. No, she no, married, she married him. Sam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we I was the underbidder on that book. Were you? Yeah. It was a really cute package. It had a little um, bicycle list lady. Oh, I yes. remember yeah, that. Yeah, you remember. I read it. I loved it. Because she had been in like a modern love piece at yeah. some point or something. It was very charming. So yeah, romance is my day job. There you go, Patience. You get yeah, a plug. So, so, <laughs> so we do have a book about that. It just doesn't start Abby. It doesn't start Abby because uh, if only I would have stepped up. If only. <laughs> I oh, my I window. think it happened the way it was supposed to. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I like that. That's lovely. Yeah. Mm, very happy. That's the thing. We both improved greatly. We were like fine wines that needed 20 years of age. <laughs> well, no, that's actually why I don't ever worry about you, Kate. Like, I know you're going to get what you deserve. Let's and hope. that means something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's the way I thought about it. Like, I never, with Rick, I never thought about it. I just was like, oh, let's go out. It'll be fun. And not yeah. even him. I just meant like, I, that's the way I approach dating. And it made my life so much better. I will say that part of the best, the best part of dating for me is the hope that something magical will happen. And so I find it much less interesting when it becomes obvious that it's just going to be 
having a little fun. Like yes. then I rapidly lose interest because there's yeah. no to me that's not enough of a spark. Yeah. Other um, than other than chemistry, which is kind of ineffable and happens right. or doesn't happen, are there th- things that can happen on a date that bring the magic for you? Um, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I like it when the person uh, is on time. Mm. I hate sitting. I have uh, one time I sat and waited for a date, and then I texted him. I gave it maybe ten minutes, and I texted him and said, uh, "Like I'm here." I. Right. You know, are, are you, you somewhere close? and I'm not mm-hmm. and he was at home still <gasps> oh and he had picked a bar that was right around the corner from his house but he had gotten the dates wrong or something oh. so I went that date was awful oh. really awful and I think partially because it got off on the wrong foot um, although I feel like getting the dates wrong could equally have been the beginning of a charming love story when it was like well he stood me up the first time because he had the date wrong it was not good anyway um, you're looking at the wrong things meaning who cares if, well late you freaking leave (laughs) right uh yeah i mean who's to say whether it's wrong or right but um let's see what else uh a willingness to kind of go with it a willingness to pick up what i'm putting down Mm. there some people just are not very good storytellers and maybe i'm privileging you know zeal over anything else but i really like somebody who can actually tell a story and who can actually appreciate a story Mm -hmm. because there was recently uh, I had gone on a couple Appreciate dates. Appreciate a story's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I recently I had gone on a couple dates, and I'm a talker. I mean, I can talk to a brick wall. And uh, he asked me out again after the date, and I was going to be out of town. And I realized that the fact that I had a t- that he had not asked anything about my upcoming life to the extent that he didn't know that I was going out of town for a exciting thing um, that weekend. I was like, oh, you don't know that because you didn't ask anything about my life. Right. And, oh, my God. Not asking a single question in a conversation. Mm-hmm. like, Yeah. It was really annoying. And, or asking questions that are self-serving. Like a, oh, uh, the type of question where they already have in mind what they want to say. They've teed up the They've story and they just the want you to. And they just want you to get there. And because I've been on so many first dates, uh, it can feel very by the book, very rote. I have some sets of stories that I can go to over and over. The well is not dry. Um, but, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But I don't like it when I can tell that they are running me through their set of those. Right. So you can each be going through your well of stories, but it can't feel packed. Yes, you have to deliver it like it feels fresh. Like it feels fresh. And sometimes you're just off, you know, sometimes it's an off night. I've been on perfectly lovely series of dates with very nice guys where there was just no chemistry. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was listening to myself tell the same story Ugh. for the 16th time, and I couldn't land the zingers at all. You know, the, the stories didn't land, their stories didn't land. Or, um, and this is, I don't know if this is a phase of my life that I'm in, but, so I'm 30, and suddenly it seems like everybody I go on a date with has a very complex ex-girlfriend story. <laughs> they are Ugh. trotting out very early on in our acquaintanceship. Ugh. So, like, on a lot of first dates, guys will, I went on a first date with a guy where... I said, you know, where are you living? You know, where whereabouts do you live? And he said, oh, I'm in Queens. And I said, oh, I've got a couple of friends in Queens. Are you in a story? And he said, no, I'm uh, further out. And I said, oh, where? And he, I don't remember where it was, but he named a part that's really um, suburban. And I was like, oh, that's that's not kind of unusual for people mm-hmm. our age. And he said, yeah, I'm living in the basement of my ex-girlfriend's parents' house. I knew oh. you were going to say because that. Because she and I moved in together with oh. them, and then she dumped me and left the city or the country or something. Oh, my God. And he was still and living there. Move? And so then What's wrong with We went him? on maybe two or three dates. Oh, oh God. God. It's 
it's cold out there, Lauren. Okay, <laughs> he's a nice guy. So we go on these series of dates, and nothing happens. Like I didn't. Well, you know. you're not gonna go back to his place. No, there was nothing. I didn't feel anything physical, but he was fine to chat to. And then he like very gently sent me this very long email saying like he's not ready for anything, blah blah. blah. And he mentioned um, the that girl. I, no, he mentioned that I had mentioned a broker that I really liked, and I was like, "Oh, by all means, here is the name of my broker. Right. Good luck. I hope you get your own place. <laughs> Godspeed." Like, right? You know, we part. My, we part uh, as friends. Yeah. Off we go. Yeah. So, I uh, think it might be what you're already talking about, Kate. But <laughs> when I used to date, the only thing that ever made me go back for more, the only thing was are you interesting or intelligent exactly I, like yeah. literally i didn't honestly care any cared else. what you looked like but yeah mm-hmm. i dated a lot of guys that weren't necessarily great looking mm-hmm. because they were freaking brilliant oh totally. and, and because <laughs> where was my next meal coming from <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm, I'm not, not joking. quite hungry enough exactly. to be doing that. oh my god it was i used to i think probably i've told this story before but i dated this one guy who worked on wall street and it was the running joke between my girlfriends, all my roommates, because when I would come home and they'd be like, so how was the date? And I'd be like, well, I had rack of lamb. <laughs> we went to 21. I, ate the I was like, we went to 21. I had the rack of lamb. And then like the next date, they're like, dude, you've seen him again. And I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to Don't you remember rack of lamb? I made reservations. Cipriani's. I was like, what do you want to know? And it would be like, where are you going tonight? I'm like, Danielle. And it Ooh. was literally... The biggest joke because this right, guy. Right, you're like, I can't break up with this Gats guy. <laughs> exactly. Well, there was that, and he was brilliant. Yeah. Like, he, he was not enough. cute, but he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things where he was interesting because I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, well, tell me. I don't understand math at all, but you can tell me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, no, I'd like to. Oh, I even pretended to play um, squash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually how I got the date. He was going on and on about playing squash and I was like I play squash <laughs> and of course like literally our first date I was like I don't fucking play squash <laughs> but he didn't care because yeah. I'm interesting too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I think know. that sounds a natural place to wrap <laughs> it up <laughs> yes thank you so much for listening we uh, hope this was helpful yes come <laughs> and uh, leave your comments about your deal breakers and must haves in our comment section and uh, as always don't forget the best conversations happen, happen after, after dark, dark. 